Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, all sort of pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You could email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Art Source in Pennsylvania, running Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. Already, first of all, we're taping this on Thursday at 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh, the World Series on Friday, again, not on Sunday. When did pro football, in your mind, take over? for Major League Baseball, because you've got regular season NFL on TV around the clock on Sunday and no World Series on Sunday. Art, what's your thoughts? Well, it's absolutely ludicrous, Fred. I mean, the NFL has the entire day of Sunday blocked off, whether they're talking about the game in London, it starts at like 6.30 West Coast time, all the way through Sunday night football. I mean, it's crazy. So we're going to have game one, and game two, Friday night, 8 o'clock, Friday night, eight, or Saturday night, 8 o'clock. And then they, they'd use Sunday as a travel day. <laughs> Sunday baseball was an American tradition, Fred. I mean, matter of fact, in our day, it was probably the only game, if a team was on the road, that you actually got to see televised. So you got to see the game of the week on Saturday. But usually Sunday in most markets, they would have that game on the road televised. It was a day game traditionally and it's ridiculous another mob rob manfred mistake no u.s uh, born black players expected in the world series now i grew up joe morgan of course you grew up uh, at 126 years of age or jackie robinson and all that uh how come no u.s born black players expected in the world well, series you know, and even worse than that you know there's none for the first time in 70 years fred going back to you know, I mean, 1952, it's ridiculous. I mean, there's no inner city baseball fields being built. You know, I've always been a proponent of, of taking care of the inner city and giving these kids a chance to go play ball, whether it's hoops, you know, whether it's baseball. It doesn't matter. Keeping them busy, keeping them, in, you know, doing something physical. Matter of fact, physical education in the United States of America school systems is something I don't even think they do anymore, Fred. And we're wondering why we have a generation of kids. I saw the report come out, fourth and eighth graders. I mean, they're reading at 28 to 30%. They can't add or divide or multiply. Well, they're pretty good at multiplying, but that's a different story for another time. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, it is such a sad conundrum on American history. Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Who do you like in the World Series? I'm actually going to go with Houston because I, I really believe Dusty Baker in an old gambling parlance is due. It never, you know, probably doesn't work out like that. But I will say this. I got to give the Fighting Phils a real good chance. They're at plus 150. Um, you know, you've got <laughs> Schwarber and, and and Harper, and, I mean, you go down the lineup, that's a tough lineup with Hoskins. It comes down to this, Brad. Is their bullpen as good as they were the last 40 days, or are they going to revert to the Phillies that I watched from April through late June, early July? And Aaron Nola and Wheeler need to really hold their own. If they do that, they got a chance. I say it's Houston and six. 
Let's go back to the no U.S. born black players expected in the World Series. What do you think the odds would be of two Jewish players being in the World Series and zero U.S. born black players? You could win a lottery on that one, couldn't you? Well, you know, you're talking about Bregman and Garrett, Garrett Stubbs of Philadelphia. It's backup catcher. Okay. Well, I got to tell you something. Um, I, I, I played a lot of baseball. I used to broadcast USC baseball. There's been some of the greatest players of all time have been Jewish baseball players. You know, you got to look. You got to look at the Detroit Tigers and Hank Greenberg, Sandy sure. Koufax. Um, I, I think baseball you know, has had their great share of Jewish players. But the sad part is we know what kind of great athletes blacks can be. We've seen the Frank Robinsons. We've seen the Maury Wills. You know, for, th- for there to be nobody on a 27-man or 26-man roster that's, that's a black American is the biggest travesty I've ever seen. I mean, I, I go back to the A's with Reggie Jackson and Billy North, you know, and I mean – Oh my God! It's just it's it's wrong, Fred. And I and this is what's wrong with our country is that we don't provide all children access to being able to play some of the great games. But I think baseball's probably at fault for this. So many empty seats when I go to Camden Yards or I go to PNC Ballpark or Citizens Bank, empty seats in the middle of June, July, and August. Why aren't they going to the inner cities? And giving these tickets to the kids, getting, you know, some people to go out there with them, the, the dads and stuff, and be chaperones. You have to introduce this game to those kids, or you're not, or you're going to be in a situation where we are in 2022, where we're having a World Series where there are no black African American baseball players. Folks, this is Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, all sort on PodClip. It's going to be a short version because my iPhone's going dead here in about three minutes here. Um, uh, no <laughs> Quick, joke. Let's get to it all, Fred. Uh, USA Today lists the top 10 quarterbacks. And uh, uh, Bo Nix of Oregon moved up to the uh, sixth slot. And uh, I, I, I have to ask, the, the fifth spot, I have to ask you. Dorian Thompson Robinson of UCLA did nothing wrong. He threw one interception, but threw for almost 300 yards. UCLA never punted, and he's still in the top, not in the top 10. And I'm a UCLA fan. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback, but you got Michael uh, 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 Penix of Washington, who UCLA beat. Uh, you, you, my, my, my point is you got Cleb Fred, Williams Fred, Fred, of Fred, USC. He's one of the top seven quarterbacks in, he's one of the top seven quarterbacks in NCAA football. And that's as simple as that, you know, and, and I got to tell you something. There's a lot of guys that didn't get on that list. We'll leave us of Kentucky who you'll see this week when Kentucky goes against number three, Tennessee in Neyland stadium. He's another one that can play. He was at Penn state, never got a crack there. He goes down to Kentucky. He's been playing great. So, I mean, when I tell you these lists of quarterbacks, Sam Hartman from Wake Forest, one of the three underrated teams under the radar in college football, Wake Forest, six and one, with only a loss to number five Clemson in OT. Then you got Illinois, Tommy DeVito. Who's Tommy DeVito, you say? Well, he had four great years at Syracuse. He's on that seven year college program due to COVID 19. He's playing great <laughs> for Brett Bielema in Illinois. You got the kid at South Carolina, right? Spencer Rattler. 
who was supposedly better than the quarterback at USC, Caleb Williams. He yeah. got the Gamecocks five and two under, you know, a, a great lineage of a coach. I mean, you know, they're doing, there's a lot of people that are playing. It's a great year for quarterbacks, Fred. And I'm going to tell you, mark my words, three, four years from now, there's going to be a kid that we haven't even talked about in the top 10, the top 15, that's going to come out of here and be an incredible quarterback in the NFL. Because I'm, like I say, these, these gurus that are player personnel directors of the NFL and all that, they, they couldn't find their rear end with a pair of hands. <laughs> all right. Talking about quarterbacks tonight, only on Prime. Uh, you've got Baltimore versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Brady, of course, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Tampa Bay is actually a slight of favorite. The guard. Is it not the changing of the guard, Fred? Well, we'll see. Who do you think is going to quarterback? Who do, you, who do you like tonight? Honestly, I think Tom Brady's going to finally show up. I think it's going to make games to get loose. <laughs> no, I, that's going to be one hell of a game. Both teams need this victory. It's in Tampa. You know, he doesn't have Cameron Brate. There's a lot of injuries on Tampa Bay, especially on the offensive line. You know, I, I'd love to see Tampa Bay win the game, but I have a funny feeling Ravens are due to play a full four-quarter football game and not give it up in the fourth quarter like they've done four times this year. And, you know, if the weather's good in Florida, which it usually is this time of year in October, I think that Lamar Jackson is going to be real tough to deal with. You know, I, I, my heart is on the side of Tom Brady, but I see Baltimore winning this game 30-21. to 21. You, you know what I think? Just a hunch. Uh, I like Tampa also a little bit. Uh, Evans, who dropped that touchdown pass last week, will probably catch two or three tonight. What do you think? I, 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 that's, that's kind of where I was headed with it. When he dropped that ball over the middle, Oh, my God, I felt like, oh, that was the most embarrassing thing. And he's a great <laughs> receiver. Reminds me of the late, great Vince Jackson who played for the Chargers. You know, all the talent in the world, 6'5", 230, could run like the wind. But you know what you got to do as a receiver? What's your first you know, goal? You got to catch the ball. <laughs> and, and, hey, I'm all excited. We're on our way up to, uh, to Penn State, to Beaver Stadium, to watch the number two team in the country, Ohio State, take on Penn State. It's going to be a great ball game. It's going to be on Fox at noon on Saturday, uh, 9 o'clock in the West Coast, which I kind of wonder why they put such a big game. Ohio State's played a lot of early games this year. I don't think a lot of teams, people have watched them play much. But uh, the, the town is just crazy. I talked to my brother-in-laws who are both up there, and they're excited. And, you know, Penn State has a lot to prove in this game, Fred. They went to Michigan, and they got, they got handed – you know, a tough situation. So it's going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. I get to see the Buckeyes in person. I got a field pass thanks to the great people at Sports Byline USA. And uh, that was wonderful. I got good news on some other stuff we'll talk about later too, Fred. I played at a golf tournament yesterday with all the uh, the hierarchy of brown golf. And I got like, you know, hey, New Year. All right, final 30 seconds already before we have to sign off because – I'm going to be turned off in a second. Very quickly. Final words. <laughs> well, I got to say, what a great time, huh? We got the World Series starting tomorrow, Thursday night football tonight. We've got Tampa Bay and Baltimore. We've got a good college game, Utah and Washington State. I think North Carolina State has a good game tonight as well. 
it's a great time of the year. Um, I was saddled with having to watch the uh, the debate the other night between Mehmet Oz and uh, Mr. Fetterman, and boy, it set back the United States about four decades. <laughs> but other than that, I look forward. I mean, if these people are running for the Senate, that means that anybody can be senator in the United States of America. Honest to God. But Hersher Walker. Hersher Walker's proving that in Georgia. Uh, C.T. Herschel. What's going on, Fred? Help me. We just said it. Nobody can count. Nobody can think. Our educational system down the tubes. And uh, it's the the United States in 2022. Artie, thank you. Mario, thank you. We'll see you around the corner. And, of course, tomorrow and all weekend on Sports Overnight America. Mario, again, thank you very much. Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody.